This episode of the Calling It Now broadcast is brought to you by Hot Coffee. Hot Coffee! Giving me the strength and fortitude and brain power to be able to talk about fantasy football for hours on end. Hot Coffee. It's in the game. Now, play that intro song. Calling it now with Frank Calhoun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Calling It Now podcast with Frank Calhoun. I am your host, Frank Calhoun, and you can follow me on Twitter at the Frank Calhoun. How is everyone doing today? I am doing great. It is Monday. There is a solar eclipse today. There is a solar eclipse. That's right. The moon is crossing directly in between the sun and us on Earth. And I'm confident that a lot of people are going to go blind today, which I'm personally very happy about because for me as a podcaster, I know that a lot of people who play fantasy football probably won't be able to see after this, so they're going to have to listen to podcasts like mine, which is just good for the industry. So if you have a chance or if you haven't already, go out there, look at that sun, Go blind and then just download all these podcasts. It'll be it'll be great for us and it'll be great for you because we're bringing you some of the best insight in the industry. It has been a great week here in Chicago. We've been watching some preseason games. The Bears look horrific, like I said a couple weeks ago when I went to camp and watched them. But today, I have a very exciting episode for you today. Last week was our quarterback primer. Today we're going to be doing our wide receiver primer as drafts are coming up this coming weekend and the one afterwards. We are hitting our stride into draft season. I also have an amazing interview for you guys at the end with the one and only Ball and Buck. If you guys have never heard of Ball and Buck, you're about to get to know him. You're about to get to know him a little bit, but since we have so much to get to today, I'm going to get right into it and we're going to be hitting up this wide receiver primer here in our first segment. This is Four Down Territory. Four Down Territory. First down. All right, so I'm going to be doing the primer a little bit different today than I did with the quarterback primer where I just talked about the different tiers of quarterbacks and the rankings of quarterbacks. I'm not really going to do rankings for this. I'm going to talk about wide receiver archetypes for fantasy football because there are different types of wide receivers who produce points in different ways and it's something I've been thinking about for a while because you want a number of different types of wide receivers getting you points on your team so you can get them in different ways. So to kick it off we're going to be talking about the blue chip wide receivers and now when I say blue chip I mean these guys can be the cornerstone for your fantasy football team. If you get one or two of these guys in the first or second round these are the guys that you're going to depend on every single week. You're going to plug them in no matter what regardless of matchup. They're guys you start for every single week throughout the year when they are playing. And those are guys that I'm talking about here who can get you points from receptions, from yards, touchdowns, every single thing across the board. And I'm talking about guys who are going high-end first round, like Antonio Brown, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, uh, Mike Evans. Uh, Even later in the first round to beginning of second round, you've got guys like A.J. Green, Jordy Nelson, Des Bryant, Doug Baldwin. Those kind of tiers of players 
who these are the blue chip wide receivers and you really want one of these guys on your team if not two depending on where you're drafting in your draft these guys are about as close to matchup proof as you're going to get once you get lower down in the wide receivers you're going to be switching guys out and moving them around depending on what corner they're going against or what uh, defense that they're playing that week game pa- game plan dependent things like that uh, but these guys they are someone that you depend on for the entire season and you plug them in as your wide receiver one and you just lock them into your lineups so that is first down with these blue chip wide receivers get one of them on your team if you can and if you can't well we can switch around and i'll tell you about some other ways you can get points here on second through fourth down Second down. Target hogs. Now, these wide receivers are guys that are going to be your wide receiver twos and wide receiver threes on your squad who you might sub out depending on their matchup, but they are guys who are on their own NFL teams. They're going to be the wide receiver ones for that team, maybe wide receiver twos because they have another great player on the other side from them. But they're going to get a lot of passes thrown their way regardless. Uh, They might be on some bad teams and be the only guy on that team that's getting receptions. And these are the guys that I'm talking about when I talk about target hogs on bad teams. And I'm talking about guys like DeAndre Hopkins, Pierre Garçon, Sammy Watkins, who's now on the Rams, maybe Alshon Jeffrey even in there. Throw Michael Thomas in there too. I know he's being drafted in the blue chip range. But he's a guy who, he was only a rookie last year, and he has the potential to blow up and be an Odell Beckham type player, but we haven't seen it long enough, so I'm going to keep him in this category for now. Um, But we also have guys on there who might have had some injury problems, such as Keenan Allen, Terrell Pryor, um, Devontae Parker, Kenny Britt, uh, Brandon Marshall, and even Cameron Meredith on the Bears. These are the type of players that you're getting later on in your draft, and they're going to be very productive wide receivers for your team. Like I said, your wide receiver twos, wide receiver threes, but they're people who, depending on the matchup that week, you might sub in or out of your lineup just based on who they're going against because they aren't that blue chip quality yet or they used to be that blue chip quality but now they've gotten older and they're back down to earth a little bit but these are guys that you got to target in your drafts you need them they're going to be probably the majority of your wide receiver core and if you do miss out on blue chip guys you're going to want to get more of these type players than usual just because there is that high upside potential where they could win you that week and be a very productive player for you. Third down. Slot guys. Now, these are some of my favorite types of players to have on my fantasy football team. They aren't going to be a wide receiver one for me, potentially, like these other two categories that we just had, but they're going to be my wide receiver twos and threes, and they're guys that I can depend on pretty much every week because they have a super high floor. Now, the reason they aren't in the category of the target hogs is because their ceiling isn't as high. 
Potentially, these guys aren't going to get you those 30-point weeks, but they will be a type of person that you can plug in and be like, I know that this guy is going to give me 10 points because, especially in PPR leagues, they do their damage around the line of scrimmage. These are the guys that get screen passes to them a lot, and you know they might not have a ton of yards or a ton of touchdowns, but they're good for like seven or eight receptions per game. So just to name a few, you're going to start targeting these guys probably around the beginning of round four, and that's guys like Jarvis Landry, Julian Edelman, uh, Willie Sneed on the Saints, uh, Cole Beasley, who you can get later on, Jamison Crowder, who is going probably fifth or sixth round right now, who's one of my favorite uh, guys in this category to get, especially at his price range. And later on in the Cole Beasley range, you're going to have guys like Cooper Cup, who is a rookie for the Rams, who is looking to fill that role of basically Jamison Crowder, what he was last year for the Redskins. And then also another rookie that to keep an eye on, especially with the retirement of Anquan Bolden in the trading of Sammy Watkins, is Zay Jones. Zay Jones for the Bills had 158 receptions last year in college. So he's a guy that is definitely going to get a ton of work in that Bills offense now that they are basically depleted of wide receivers. He just went from what's going to be a wide receiver three position to a wide receiver one position for that team. So these guys are the type of people that you need on your squad if you want to floor every single week, which is very important throughout the year, especially when you're plugging in players and knowing that I can get 10 points at least from this type of guy. Fourth down. High variance wide receivers. Now, as much as I like the high floor of the last category of the slot wide receivers, I love the high ceiling of these guys because these wide receivers, they are very matchup dependent. But if you plug them in at the right spot during the season and the right time for the right matchup, they can win you a week by themselves. Now, some of these guys are being drafted with the blue chip wide receivers, and for good reason. It's because they easily have the potential to drop 30 points in one week based on long touchdowns and big weeks. And it starts off with guys like someone who led the league in reception yards last year, which is T.Y. Hilton. He's someone who's being drafted very high, but he's also in this category because Andrew Luck hasn't started passing yet. So he's going to have a lot of ups and downs throughout the year. Also, you have guys like Brandon Cooks, who has been known to explode. I think he had a 45-point week last year. At one point, he had a 200-yard, three-touchdown game for the Saints. And now he's on the Patriots, so he's also on a great offense. But there's going to be weeks when teams scheme for him and Tom Brady goes away. So you're going to have those weeks where he doesn't do as well, but then you're also going to have the ones where he dominates and wins you a week by himself. Also in this category, you have Amari Cooper, you have Kelvin Benjamin for the uh, Carolina Panthers, who is very touchdown dependent, but he's someone who is a big red zone threat. Also, you have Tyreek Hill for the Kansas City Chiefs, who can break a game-breaking play pretty much almost at any time. You have Deshaun Jackson for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Later on in the draft, you have some sleepers, some guys that are down there, some wide receiver jelly beans like Ted Ginn on the Saints, who's kind of taking over that Brandon Cooks role in that long, deep threat role. You have 
Taylor Gabriel for the Falcons, who had some big games last year on low volume because he can just break plays. You also have Mike Wallace for the Baltimore Ravens. And then one of my favorite players, especially now that he has Jay Cutler throwing him the ball, you have Kenny Stills, a guy who had nine touchdowns last year on only 45 receptions, I believe. So these guys are guys you're going to plug in based on matchup, based on game plan, and based on who the other team, who your team is playing. Because you might need that upside that week if you're playing a squad that is looking you're looking outmatched you're going to have to plug one of these guys in that's why these guys are very important to have on your team and they're also guys that if you're a savvy enough player that after they have one of these major weeks you can trade them away when they are at peak value and get something good in return on your team as well so these are guys to definitely look out for and definitely target in your drafts as they are kind of these lotto ticket very high upside type players who can win you their week on their own yeah that has been four down territory that's been our wide receiver primer this week and uh, i hope you liked it and if you didn't you know what just throw it all out just throw the whole thing out because i don't even I don't even care. There's a solar eclipse, all right? There's a freaking solar eclipse. Four down territory. First down. Moving on past our wide receiver primer here into the interview portion of the podcast, I wanted to do a little intro for Ball and Buck here because I had to warn you guys that this guy's a little crazy, all right? He's a little crazy. He's a little nuts. He's going to say some things that might affect you, but that's why I had him on because Ball and Buck is a trolling expert, and he doesn't play by the rules. That's why I wanted to bring him on to the intro song for our Rule Breakers segment because he is a true rule breaker, and he will get in your head. And I hope that you guys enjoy this. So here is the interview with Ball and Buck. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Your opinion, man. It's just a game, man. Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I am here, Frank Calhoun. We are getting into the interview portion of the podcast, and I have a very special guest for you all today. All the way live from Skype right now, I have a very good friend of mine, the one, the only, Ballin' Buck. How we doing, Ballin' Buck? Hey! Ballin' Buck here, baby! All the way from Tampa Bay! Ball and Buck, for all of you that don't know him, is a Tampa Bay Buccaneers super fan down there in Tampa Bay, Florida. And there's a lot of legends about this guy. You're, you're, there's a lot of myths around you, isn't there, Ball and Buck? They're all true. They're all true. I heard someone told me that uh, you were actually raised by alligators down there in the uh, in the Florida swamps. I like to I like to hang with the alligators and the skunk ape down in the Everglade. You have a nice little stadium. family reunion. Nice. Oh, family every Friday. Re- yeah. Every Friday for dinner. What? Wait. What are you eating? Uh, we get a little bit of squirrels, a little bit of skunks, a little bit of possum. My personal favorite. Oh, Sometimes yeah. we have to settle for a raccoon. You go down to the Roadkill Grill. Oh yeah, the Roadkill Grill. You been there, huh? Oh, I've been they there. They got the best mash and beans. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Yeah, so for everyone who hasn't heard of Ball and Buck before, this is him. Legendary. He's been playing fantasy football for a long time. Ball and Buck, he's notorious for getting in people's heads. That's the game, baby. Troll him along. You troll him along. That's it. You're Mr. Troll down there. You just, you get in people's minds. You you screw with how everyone's thinking during draft day. I've done some drafts with you. You're, you're, you're a psychonaut. Psycho, yes. What are some tips you have for some people out there that might want to might want to get into the headspace of their live drafts, uh, messing with some people during the draft. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like like uh, messing with Sasquatch. Exactly. Except messing with drafters. What you got to do is get in their head. You got to psych them out. You know, take a selfie with their mother before the draft, and then uh, pull it out right before you're about to pick and say, "Hey, took your mom on a date down to the Roadkill Grill, and I'm never gonna call her again. Who are you gonna get?" <laughs> yeah okay yeah i could see how that works that's totally something that uh that i could see working out there I'd- sometimes sometimes you just gotta go for the jugular like uh one year we had this uh worm who won two years in a row right. and his common denominator was aaron Rodgers. so fuck it i just have to take aaron Rodgers first pick so he can't get him again you know that's important the, the, the troll cock block no one, call it. Yeah, the old troll cock block. You go down there. This is when you're in a league for a long time. You get to know these people. You get to go around there. You know who they like. You talk up certain players. You steal the players that you know they're going to like, like the Aaron you know their, You know their fears exactly. and their their wishes. You know their you, fears. You suck them in and you break them. That's it, man. That's I know uh, drafting with you, uh, There's always there's always some good – Good fun substances involved, you know. Sometimes you gotta psych people out by getting them to, you know, maybe challenge them to a drinking contest or uh, maybe smoke a doobie or two and just pass it to the other person a little too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, sometimes you gotta pretend like you're inhaling, but really you're not. You're just giving more for the others so that they're doing all the drugs and messing up their own minds. That's right. That's you're a like trick. this isn't. Uh, this is just this is just cake icing. This isn't PCP, and then you give them a little a little taste, a little a little taste of the psychonaut. You gotta be careful though, because you could be considered for murder for some of these things. So you know. But that's worth it for careful. winning in fantasy football. If you're gonna murder somebody, you know, like it's worth it for a trophy. I think. It's all fair. It's all fair. You know, the pride that goes with this stuff, this fantasy football. My gosh, it's it's worth ten years in a jail cell. All's wor- all is fair in love and fantasy football. I believe that's the saying. That's my motto. That's it. Ball and Buck, you're a big time Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, as is your name, Ball and Buck. Uh, how ballin' do you think the Bucks are going to be this year after watching them them on some hard knocks? Oh, I fucking love me some hard knocks. I love me some Jameis Winston. You ever heard of the 72 Dolphins? They're going to be getting their champagne, and they're not going to be popping it this year. Bucks are going 16-0 in the regular season. They're going to go another four games in the playoffs. We're going undefeated, baby, all the way to the Super Bowl. Damn, Ball and Buck, that is a strong endorsement. You're, you're saying 16-0, 19-0, Super Bowl wins? Super Bowl, baby, Super Bowl bound, undefeated. Jameis Winston, Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans. Don't draft these guys in your fantasy football league, let me tell you. How many bucks are you going to have on your team this year, Ball and Buck? How many uh, roster spots we got? That's how many bucks I'm going to have on my team. 
That's a pretty good answer. That's a that's a good answer. Now this guy, you seeing guys like Deshaun Jackson come around there, uh, new addition on the Bucks. How do you think a guy Jack. like that fits in with uh, with Mike Evans there? This is our wide receiver episode here on the Calling It Now podcast. You so must my... not have been watching uh, Hard Knocks, but Djax is a regular old Buccaneer with a big dick swinging right across the middle. We got Mike Evans going deep, getting up there catching the ball. We got Djax going deep. Nobody can beat him. What can I say? He's gonna fit in perfect, like uh, hand in a glove. I like that, man. I'm 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 all up on some Djacks this year as well. What do you think about like some their tight ends they have there? They got O.J. Howard, Cameron Brait. Who do you see coming out on top out of the, that duo? Well, I did have a lot of these guys last year too, because you know I'm balling buck. I do it every year. Right. Uh, Cameron Brait was a regular old touchdown scoring machine last year until he broke his arm. O.J. Howard was the steal of the draft in the regular NFL draft the first round. I think he's going to be a beast. They're going to go with some two tight end sets, so don't get too crazy on one or the other, but get a piece of that offense while you can because they're going hot, going, going, going. Jameis Winston, top five quarterback this year. What's your take? Uh, Top two quarterback and probably not number two. Number one, yeah. Number one quarterback. All right, that's uh, that makes sense. And uh, for your Jacquez Rogers and uh, Doug Martin, I hear there's a little backfield complication going on there. What's what's your take down there in Tampa Bay on on the backfield of uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks? It's a three headed monster. We got Dougie, we got Jacquez, and we got Charles Sims. Earth, wind, fire. Earth, it's wind, gonna fire. Be the, it's gonna be the hottest band alive. Oh man, ball and buck. It is so good to finally get you on the podcast. You've been hard to find. You go kind of uh, kind of rogue during the off season. No one knows where you are, and then all of a sudden, training camp comes along, and you you crawl out of the swamps and the woods. And thank you, thank you. It's it's tough when you have a you know over a decade playoff drought. Last time we were in the playoffs, we won the Super Bowl back in two thousand three. So you know you you win nine games, and the Detroit Lions get over you. Who the fuck are the Detroit Lions? Let Jameis play in the playoffs so we can get a damn Super Bowl again. Jesus. I hear you, man. I'm going to do a little speed round here. Some quick questions. What do you think about that? You cool with that? Hey, the faster the better, baby. All right. If you had to pick one Gruden grinder this year for the NFL, for fantasy football, who are you picking for the Gruden grinder coming into your drafts? Probably going to be Doug Martin, you know. He's suspended for three games, but he's working his ass off. Yep. He's showing that he wants to be there. And he's going to grind it out. He's going to grind it out in training camp, grind it out in preseason. Yep. He's going to work hard while he's suspended, and he's going to come back, and he's going to grind some more. What do you think, Buffalo Wings or Carolina Gold? Ooh, I'm a sucker for the barbecue, so I like those Carolina Gold. What about Blue Cheese or Ranch? Where do you stand on that debate? I fucking hate Blue Cheese. I like that. All right. All right. See, Ball and Buck, this is why we have you on. We got to have you on the right. You're on the right side of history on this one, I think. <laughs> Great. Who the <laughs> fuck likes blue cheese anyway? If you like blue cheese, just don't listen to this podcast anymore. I feel like that's... Absolutely. If you don't like blue cheese, then you can get the fuck out. You mean if you do like blue cheese? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. <laughs> How many drugs are you on right now, Ball and Buck? What's what? What does your prescription uh, canister look like today? I got into these things called uh, THC gummies. Oh yeah, and they're fucking great. They are delicious. Apparently, apparently you're supposed to suck on them, but I chew them and swallow them whole, two at a time, for a can of ten. Let me tell you, I was up till I was up till 4:20 a.m. last night. I didn't even smoke any pot. 
You're just alive. You're just feeling alive. You just don't want to sleep. You're excited for football. I was excited to be on the podcast with Frank Calhoun. I got my drugs in this morning. The nurse was here early. She gave me a little milk and good to go. Well, Bombuck, I got to say, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. You are one of my favorite interviews that I've had so far. And uh, good luck to you and your Buccaneers in this upcoming fantasy football season. All right. Fucking go Bucks. There we go. There we go. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Your opinion, man. It's just a game, man. Am I the only one around here who gives a shit about the rules? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. That was the exclusive Ball and Buck interview here on the Calling It Now podcast. And we are getting to the end of the episode here. This is the final call. It's the final call. My final call today, since it is our wide receiver primer, is going to be about a rookie wide receiver who I talked about a little bit during the primer who I'm going to really talk up right now. I think this year's Michael Thomas slash Odell Beckham slash big-time rookie wide receiver is going to be Zay Jones for the Buffalo Bills. Zay Jones is a guy who all of a sudden has the opportunity to be the focal point of that offense. They just traded away Sammy Watkins, and then Anquan Bolden just mysteriously retired after being on the team for 13 days, and they don't really have much else. They did trade for Jordan Matthews, but he's already hurt, and he's someone who is more of a slot wide receiver, so they're going to be putting Zay Jones on the outside, and he's got the chance to go out there and be Tyrod Taylor's deep threat. Tyrod loves to throw it long. He loves to throw it deep, and he's going to hopefully keep doing that for the Bills this year. That offense has been in a little bit of a disarray lately, but if anyone has the opportunity ahead of them to be that big-time rookie wide receiver that you can get late in drafts, I'm calling it to be Zay Jones right now. All right, everyone, that is the end of the episode. As always, please remember to subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud if you haven't already. And if you could, please leave a review on iTunes. That is the way we get more listeners, and it really helps us out here. And if you also, if you haven't, follow me on Twitter at TheFrankCalhoun. And also like the Facebook page, the Calling It Now Facebook page. That is where we put a lot of our updates and a lot of things that you need to know about the podcast. That is it for this week. The next episode will be the running back primer. I'll try to get it out by the end of the week. I know a lot of us have drafts coming up this weekend and the next. So everyone, good luck and good night. Unless we're in a draft together, then the opposite. All right, bye.